Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. Muscle Monday, when we talk about anatomy, Again, it's about applied anatomy. It's not enough to know it. you got to know something to do about it. Or, more importantly, if you're somebody who's a little more practical and it's you already kind of know some things to do, sweet, is what you're doing consistent with the anatomy at hand and all other factors at play. And we're talking from the clinical world, right, from trying to understand, hey, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Get a better understanding of that. It's really important to consider, okay, what a different possible rationale. And here's why, right? Let's say we do a body movement, whether it's a bicep curl, overhead shoulder press, right? Different little nuances, a squat. Let's say that we're trying to clinically investigate something, you got pain with that motion. Okay, you got pain with that, right? Cool, you have pain with the squat. Does that tell you anything? Does that point you to any specific clinical diagnosis at hand? Doesn't for me, right? It's gotta be in context. Gotta be an overall context of the person, their presentation, what they got going on. Let's say, okay, it doesn't mean anything to me, but let's take this larger context, right? Okay, they have pain with the squat and they have pain with let's say uh, forward bend down to touch your toes. Okay, what does that tell me? Well, maybe a little more, right? Maybe I can rule out half the tissues for the squat, okay? Then after that, right, they have pain, let's say with, um, with running, all right? They've got posterior thigh pain with running. Okay, tells me a little bit more. Then they've got pain, pain-free resisted knee extension, but painful resisted knee flexion, and worse when that's lengthened. Okay, do I have my diagnosis? No, not yet. Am I a lot more likely? Totally. Straight leg raise, ruled out nerve tension out there. Okay, again, we're getting a lot closer, do a lot more. Why am I talking to y'all about this? Well, it's because it's all about clustering tests, right? The physical things that we do for people are really, really poor in accuracy. Right, that's a tough pill to swallow. It's poor in accuracy. But we combined with good reasoning, with good understanding of the individual things that we're looking at. And what I mean by poor in accuracy is not that we can't feel or assess or do what we think we're doing. Part of that's true. Part of it is we have a limitation in that. But the other truer point is one test by itself for very, very few things cannot rule something in or out. Again, as a principle, as a rule, as a mechanism, one test cannot rule something in or out by itself. Right? It can raise our suspicion significantly. Right? I mean, I think probably some of the bigger examples are like a, a VBI test or let's say like a sharp purser, right? You get a positive sharp purser, you're pretty darn well convinced there's something going on. And even if it's not, you damn well better act like there is get that thing figured out, right? You do a Bachman's test for the ACL, and they're relaxed, they're calm, you get laxity, right? You get laxity, 
you don't hear that nice little kind of clunking motion, the catching motion. You don't hear the little, uh, I'm trying to think of the best word to describe it, but you don't hear the ACL tension, right? We've got to be able to feel that. But let's say you don't, right? Let's say, hey, there's laxity in this anterior direction. That's one example of a test where, you know, they've got some conclusivity to that. They've got a good way of saying, you know, this has an impact. Let's do something about it. Let's do something about it now. But the majority of tests and things we do, right, especially in these lower level pain mechanisms, they don't tell us a lot unless they're clustered together. So we need to stop thinking about a test in terms of it tells me this or it tells me that. No, it barely tells you anything. What does it tell you? What it tells you is it may implicate some tissues and kind of de-emphasize others. Sweet. Then you do another very similar test with a slightly different profile. And another one and another one. Then you get this mix and match, right? All these typical patterns. You get to be a pet to recognize these clinical patterns. But then after that, after you recognize these patterns, right, we get a better, fuller understanding of what's going on. We can look at the shoulder for examples of this, right? Diagnostics of the shoulder, physical therapy, especially, especially in the pres presence of acute pain, are extremely poor. Now let's say we've got some subacute pain, right? We can still cluster these tests. We can still figure things out. But every single test by itself doesn't mean anything. Barely means anything at all. But it's only through putting these together that it means something. So, stop memorizing these tests. Stop memorizing what they tell you. Stop memorizing questions to ask. Start better understanding anatomy, physiology, mechanisms at play, appreciating the totality of the biopsychosocial influence on a person and on their presentation. When we understand that and can integrate it, that's when we get better understanding. So again, differential diagnosis through a cluster of tests and understanding. The same can be true with anything else in life, not just physical therapy, not just testing things, not just figuring things out, but be a problem solver, right? You do something, you have a test, cool, that was your little experiment, whether intentional or unintentional, you get a result. What explains that result? Well, I don't know. I better test something different. Cool. I think I have an idea. Sweet. Try and prove it wrong. Does it prove it wrong or not? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. That's what we're working with. That's what we're rolling with. So again, it's not enough to say, hey, they had pain doing this. They got to have this one diagnosis. No bueno. Not true. Maybe true. Could be true in a situation, but definitely not anywhere close to a guarantee or even fully likely. So, what else is at play? What else is at play? Your job to figure that out. Differential diagnosis, baby. That's where all the fun is. Getting to the heart of the issue. Alright, y'all. Hope you have a great day out there. Stay strong. Keep it moving. Keep that inquisitive mind and gears turning too. Simply not easy.